it makes a great addition to any adventures that's either large, medium, or small. So giving uh help, help me, please help me! Permission to touch! They're coming! They're coming! Bring out for realms in your area. Don't be discouraged if you can't find Greetings and welcome to another LARPcast. My name is Art Tenen and we're here with Kim Finger from Palmatoki out of Denmark. They are a uh, weapons manufacturer for live action role play, amongst other things. And we picked up a couple of their weapons a few weeks back just because we haven't heard of them. Uh, we're doing the product reviews on them. And we wanted to do a interview with uh, one that is uh, close to the company or was part of the original um starting of the company is that right kim yeah co-founder yeah co-founder okay and so we're gonna do the uh larp cast on that so tell us kim how did the uh how did the company start well actually uh it started uh back in 2000 uh okay. with um with uh christopher benson uh and he uh he saw uh, one. Uh, he saw some of the competition's products and said, uh, "I can do this better." <laughs> so it was uh, kind of a, a side project. He had a special effects company. Oh, okay. Uh, been doing uh, special effects for yeah movies and and theater and entertainment for yeah, about twenty five years. So um, he saw it as a, a personal uh, test, perhaps to um, to try and uh, and make it more usable. Okay. Um, and um, he did. He worked with it for about a year, and then uh, he uh, went to the uh, Essen Spielmesse in uh, Germany to showcase them. And it seemed that uh, he had something. He did something correctly. So uh, because of all of the interest, well, he decided to uh, proceed with it. And that's when, actually, I entered uh, early on, uh, helping him with the marketing material for, uh, for the Essen Spielmesse. Okay. So uh, that was actually uh, the beginning. Okay. Uh, well, great. Uh, as it turns out, I actually ended up living uh, at the workshop for a couple of years. Uh, not not ju just because of the a lot of work, but literally living there <laughs> because uh, yeah, we had uh, so much fun and uh, so many things to do with the uh, with the products. Right. Well, the, you know, and that's. Uh, just the uh, the amount of uh, quality, and we've gone through a lot of different latex weapons from numerous manufacturers, and uh, we're very impressed with how these blades um, are. It seems like the, the the coating is much higher quality than what we've seen from the competition. Can you tell us a little bit about the the coating on this? Yeah, well, the coating, coating is uh, industrial-grade uh, coating. We use uh, the same um, techniques uh, as, um, as you know, the traditional uh, latex uh, um, product uh, industry would use. Uh, of course, we have adapted them to to work with uh, with the foam. Uh, we do a lot of engineering uh, in-house. Chris, uh, Christopher Benson is an engineer himself, um, so. Um, we uh, we uh, developed their glue and their and their top coating and uh, and also uh, adapted the industrial uh, coating techniques to uh, to a lot um, environment. 
and we've used them uh, in hot and cold. Um, left them. Th- we 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 put it through the grueling hot vehicle test, which is you know expose it to higher temperatures, and the the lower quality latex weapons will instantly start to show uh, discoloration, fading, and melting. Obviously, we don't advise keeping latex in any hot environment because that's not what it's designed for. But uh, just having them side by side doing the hot vehicle contest uh, showed that, you know, these held up even better than, and again, I'm thinking it's because of the, the industrial uh, process that you guys have. Yeah, well, it's it's not only the uh, the uh, the latex layer itself; it's the top coating and the colors. Um, we use uh, colors from uh, from you know, not not your usual uh, latex coloring uh, systems that are available in uh, do do it yourself uh, stores. Uh, you have well, they they definitely last longer. Your goal is to make them more vibrant because you can see the coloring here is yeah. is very nice. And a lot of times with the, the competition weapons, they'll start to fade, you know, fairly quickly. Yeah, well, I, I, I can't really comment too much on the, uh, how the competition are, are what they're doing. Uh, but our goal has been to, to always make weapons that last longer uh, and um, who's usable. Uh, so from, from the beginning, um, we had the durability and the uh, and the uh, usability as our main uh, concerns. That was the goal um, to actually make, make products that last. Right. Even though it's a it's a problem because people don't need to buy more than one. Where would you say the company is headed? Are they continually engineering more uh, styles and different different things? Yeah, the, yeah, there's uh, some uh, some uh, development uh, going on in that uh, area as well. There's always uh, been um, various developments. Uh, if you look at the product, the, the pro- product you have in your hand today, it's uh, much leaner, much tighter, much nicer than the first products we had, which were in its time also uh, pretty great. We have uh, graduated foam, uh, so it's actually... Uh, it's uh, softer uh, on the impact uh, side and it's harder mm-hmm. uh, by the core. We are in direct uh, cooperation with the glass uh, f- uh, fiber uh, manufacturers. So it's actually okay. produced specifically for, for our needs. Um, have a, a different flex than unusual um, because we added some components uh, to, the, to the mix. So it's always, you know, Moving in uh, in new directions with the uh, with the developments, but we think we actually we 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 like the product that we have. Um, we we like the developments, uh, and we are thinking of um, how to imply them into other areas. Okay. Do you um, so how many how many different types of weapons does Palmatoki uh, have? Now I didn't see the in the United States they're limited as to we don't have their full selection here yet. Yeah, well, we we most mostly we have swords uh, of uh, different different kinds of swords. Um, we have uh, over the time we've made all sorts of uh, weaponry mm-hmm. um, from you know uh, three meter long uh, pole arms, which are. Uh, yeah, well, not that great uh, to <laughs> produce in a, in a safety uh, safety way, and uh, arrows and all sorts of uh, 
um, interesting uh, products. Um, we have, you know, scoped down a bit, but are are uh, going up again with uh, newer products that will be introduced um, fairly soon. Have you seen? Um, I just wanted to point out that I, we we really love how these handles are tapered, and how they really fit in your hand a lot better, and it's it's like designed more for somebody's hand as opposed to, uh, you know, especially with, you know, it's just, it's so much more comfortable to hold this for eight hours at a time. And we, yeah. you know, the, the age old question of, do you buy a uh, um, foam injected or do you use a latex? And, you know, the, the, the latex ones have a lot of advantages uh, like weight and softer hitting, and they can still have the quality but um you know and, and there's always a, a a constant battle between players as to what what's better so again our, our larp cast is just trying to point out some of the benefits that uh that that you guys have and we're real impressed with with the core quality with the um you know how everything is developed and in some of our videos we talked about we, we talked about flex with the core flex. And I think there's also a pretty big misunderstanding as to, you know, game systems will look at uh, weapon flex negatively. Um, excessive flex is what they're really talking about. Yeah. And while on the opposite spectrum, having a weapon that's also too rigid can be just as bad. Well, so, when we... When we entered the market back in 2000, every uh, every uh, latex weapon was made from uh, square cores or H-shaped cores, and they were very rigid. And uh, well, there's a couple of things to it because the the square core or the H core, uh, H-shaped uh, core, it will start to tear down the foam from within. So you have the durability problem, at a shorter lifespan of the of the weapon. But also, you of course don't have the flex, which is part of the uh, well uh, part of the the solution but it's also much easier to uh, to build a weapon from a square core because you can just have three layers of foam uh, and you know one on each side of the core and yeah so so it's a much uh, more difficult process to use the the round core we have tried to develop and adapt the, the round core to meet a specific need where it has the flex but it's not, you know, flaggy. It's a, it's it's a very stiff sort. It it won't, you know, bend just uh, by looking at it. Uh, right. You need to actually uh, put in some energy to to have it flex. But also, we want it to flex when you put in that energy because otherwise it will leave you with bruises. So, right, right. And the kinetic energy is absorbed in the in the flex um, and actually pushed back again towards you when you. Um, but that's uh, that's part of uh, what we want. Right, and that's part of the weapon science that we're trying to help players understand that without a you know a certain combination of different techniques all the way through, most people don't realize when they buy a LARP weapon how much engineering actually has to go into that weapon to make it a quality product. It doesn't matter who the manufacturer is. And the ones like yourselves who have figured it out over years and years, and I'm guessing you went through tons and tons of prototypes and trial and error and just going to games and you know yeah, it's well, a tireless process 
one of the the darkest period of, periods in uh, in our history was when we uh, actually we got a, a bad batch of um, of course from uh, uh, this well the one of the largest manufacturers in Europe okay. um, but they had a false batch and uh, we made about uh, 700 sorts uh, it was in the beginning of the company and uh, we actually sent them out and they started coming back with you know uh, breakage <laughs> So we actually had to uh, to uh, switch uh, all of them at no cost, uh, except for myself. <laughs> we were um, pretty nearly ruined at that point. Uh, but uh, it, it's it's about the quality as well. We have we have always tried to establish a, a quality brand uh, right. with uh, you know reliance that you can rely on the, the product, and we have always maintained that. Uh, so when whenever it is some kind of faulty product and there will always be no matter how uh, how many um, safety uh, there will be that one in a thousand or or how our faulty margin margin is now it's 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 pretty low uh, because we tend to to weed it out before they they actually uh, hit the market um, well we, we learned that the hard way <laughs> right but uh, but uh, yeah and that's one of the reasons that we we try to be involved in every part of the of the the, the manufacturing. Um, so uh, yeah, keeping the the standards is um, it's expensive, but it's it's worth it. I think about the the flexibility of the core. Of course, we use uh, different cores for different lengths of uh, weapons, uh, so mm -hmm. they have a, a graduated flex. Um, um, it's you know, there's a lot of aspects. There's the weight. There's uh, because you have the weight distribution, you would always need a larger core for axe. Makes sense because you have a different weight distribution. Mm -hmm. So, um, but what we um, one of one of the reasons that um, we it's, it's kind of fun when when people are talking about the the so called whiplash uh, uh, effect. You do have that, of course, you you will um, uh, in some products, and in uh, but they haven't really been thought about. And when you when you take uh, take in account how few times you've actually been um, standing with a with a um, with a shield and, and was whiplashed on your arm and accepted it as a, a, a true hit, I mean, of course, uh, that's the possibility. Had it been uh, a real sword and a real uh, shield, the shield would have broken. So you probably right. get hit on your arm anyway right. <laughs> with the whiplash thing. So, well, there's all these uh, things that you need to, to consider. And, um, and we've always, um, and you can really take a pounding uh, with, uh, with our product. I, I know from experience. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> uh, and it, it won't do, well, it can. Right. In in the in the right or wrong hands, depending on uh, it, it can give you bruises, of course, but uh, it, you can take a pretty good beating without showing. Right, and the weapon can handle it as well. We we put it through the test, hitting way way harder than we should. We were we were taking full contact swings just yeah. to see if we could you know damage the coating or damage the core or get the foam to rip. And uh, we, we did it for hours and hours on end and we couldn't get it to rip. So we do that before we do the product videos so that we can, you know, yeah. give a, a better recollection of, you know, real time on the weapon. So, well, it actually, actually, uh, some of the, 
the work started back when we did a batch of very chunky, soft filmed, uh, small cord children's swords because it was the first uh, uh, ever. So we, we hadn't really um, hadn't really had time to do that much engineering. So we just, you know, they can't be hurt in any way. So you have the like, smallest core, the most soft foam and the great layer of uh, latex to keep it all in. And then, uh, and they were hugely successful uh, because, uh, and amongst uh, elders as well, because you could, you know, beat the crap out of people and nobody could feel a thing because it would flex like crazy. Uh, so, so that was, you know, part of the journey towards, um, um, towards finding the right combination of uh, flexibility and, uh, and uh, foam. Uh, we use uh, different hardnesses of foam as well, to, uh, and we have the, the graduated foam uh, in, within uh, each product. Um, and the, the flex. We also actually did graduated flex uh, course for, uh, for, for longer swords. Um, mm-hmm. so, so you have a very stiff, um, you know, by the hilt, and right. actually the tip has uh, more flex because it's, uh, yeah, yeah, you right, know that's part of the blade. Yeah. Also, the the tip is uh, is reinforced for for keeping the core safe. Mm-hmm. We we never really endorse uh, thrusting, right? Um, because it's you know, it's it's more difficult to to. Yeah, to to make sure nothing bad happens. But if you uh, do thrust, uh, uh, it's um, pretty likely that uh, the core will never uh, will never get exposed in either. Right. either foam. Yeah, because you have uh, a, a tip, tip reinforcement as well. Right. Um, that you know that's another thing that folks don't really understand is if you have to build a weapon for thrusting. It's going to look far different yeah. because the theatrical style blade looks as real as we can safely make it look. Yeah. But the, when you when you throw thrusting into it, then you have to redesign the whole thing from the core yeah. up. And then when you're done with the final product, now you got this tip that can do it, but now it doesn't look good anymore. No. You know? And that's that's the problem actually, and that's uh, that's one of the reasons you don't see any uh, uh, thrusting type weapons. Uh, because we, we've and we've been battling with it for years, uh, actually almost uh, yeah, uh, fifteen years now uh, soon, um, and the the main issue is that you can't really get it to look good, and right. so because you need uh, so much extra padding and. Uh, extra graduate graduate and you know we've tried all sorts of uh, crazy stuff with moving parts and you should never build in moving parts in anything because that's yeah a safe way to hell uh, but uh, uh, so yeah well and that's actually the reason we don't have any uh, thrusting type weapons um, because we we, we, uh, we want them to look good as well and uh, it's um, it's difficult but it's a working progress. I someday we will have uh, broken the code, and um, eventually we will land on Mars as well. So, of course, <laughs> we will break the code at some point. <laughs> right. Well, we thank you for your time today uh, in this LARPcast. Uh, anybody who has any questions, post it below the video, and we'll try to get uh, Kim and his crew to to answer it. If it's a valid question, we can't answer. 
but uh, outstanding quality, great company, lots of history. Um, and just before we end, you guys are actively engaged in the LARPing community as well, right? You actually go to games yeah. and... Yeah, uh, well, yeah, uh, it's, it's been a while since I've been to a game, but um, but yes, we are. And we have been very much engaged in the uh, Danish community for uh, for a long, yeah, ever since we started, actually. Uh, one of the first projects was uh, building an army with uh, some of the guys um, with with the, the three meter long uh, pole weapons that were insanely, uh, yeah. <laughs> Again, you have the uh, the reason we don't do pull weapons but um yeah we uh we are very much involved in uh, in the danish community and in the yeah every way possible and we need to be uh, right actually the european we have been doing a lot of shows in in all of europe um to uh yeah to to get in new ideas as well and to meet uh, the our competition both uh, you know uh, meeting the competition but also actually meeting them they're great people uh, most of the people in this industry are, are here for the industry and not for yeah for uh, are here for the games and the and the uh, the society environment surrounding um, uh, larp and not for a quick buck um, so that's right. there's a lot of great people out there doing this we agree. We agree wholeheartedly. So uh, again, thank you much for your time, um, and we will uh, we'll, we'll keep in touch, and we'll keep doing product reviews on your products, and and uh, do that yeah. in the games. So thank yeah. you very much. Thank you. And it makes a great addition to any adventures that's either large, medium, or small. So giving. Uh, yeah. Help me, please help me! Oh, they're coming! They're coming! Bring out for realms in your area. Don't be discouraged if you can't find 